This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. You are listening to the Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys podcast. Sam Lubman here with Joe the Butcher Boy Shasky coming at you every week with the best Giants content out there. Make sure you're uh, rating, reviewing, subscribing, and sharing. Tell everybody about this podcast as we want to have you on board with every episode. So Shasky, we're talking about kind of positives and kind of maybe the Giants can turn things around here. And so I feel let's go in the complete opposite direction of what we were just talking about. And that is, you know, maybe it's time the Giants maybe need to adjust their message a bit. Maybe they need to adjust the overall strategy a little bit. And by that, I mean, at what point should the Giants just say, you know what, let's punt on competing. Let's just go full send on a youth movement, you know, trade everything that isn't, you know, already bolted down. And then let's let's just bring up the farm and see what happens. Is there a moment you think this season where we the Giants might just look themselves in the mirror and and say exactly that to themselves? Well, I think an argument can be made that they would do it now, but I think there's also another side of that coin where you'd say you got to be realistic here. You got to play a couple of months. I mean, at least get me to June. Can I get to Memorial Day? Yeah. Uh, but I do want them to be on the open market selling all these pieces, whatever pieces that they can get rid of, uh, and be one of the first to set the market. Don't wait. Don't wait till the end. Nobody nobody yeah. wants your your used tires, all right? Uh, Casey Schmidt, I've been tracking what he's been doing in AAA. I don't think he's ready yet. Like, the bat hasn't come along. But that doesn't mean I don't want to see him at the big league level. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, this whole argument on, oh, the AAA is a hitter's league. He's got to get X amount of at-bats. Man, have you watched this big league club? Like, come on. <laughs> they just need a jolt right now. They, they really do. We're seeing a little bit of Elliot Ramos. He's not – I don't think he's the greatest. I'm not even sure he's a big leaguer. But at least we're seeing him. At least yeah. I'm getting an opportunity to make a, a conclusion one way or the other. And to that point, I appreciate it. All of these 33, 34, 35-year-olds, like Darren Ruff, they, they reacquired Darren Ruff. What's that doing for them? It's they acquired Matt Beatty. He's back down in AAA. They brought him up and down like five times already. What's that doing for them? Other yeah. than clogging up uh, a, a potential opportunity for someone else, like exactly, I would, I'm already here. Yeah, I would. I would rather you know, kind of see what we have out of a Heliot Ramos yes. than 
wasting time with a Matt Beattie or, you know, like let's, let's see what Casey Schmidt can do against left-handed hitters. I don't need to see Darren Ruff again. Like I don't need to watch this episode again. It's just, it does nothing for me. And it's, it's frustrating for the fans. And I think when you kind of, I think it's almost like a double-edged sword in a sense, maybe where, because again, in order to to bring some of these guys up, you do need to get rid of some guys. And I think Mm -hmm. there's six, you know, seven or eight of the top highest paid uh, players on this team can leave after this season. Uh, most notably guys like Michael Conforto and Jock Peterson. Uh, I believe Sean Mania is one of those guys as well. You know, these are guys who, if they do well, they're not going to help you next year. But if they do do well, it might mean that the Giants are doing well. So maybe they kind of are, are inclined to roll with those guys a little bit. Like there's there's almost like a, a very fine middle point that Giants need to hit where they need certain guys to play well enough to get some sort of trade value, mm-hmm. but not so well that they compel the Giants to be like, well, hey, I think we might be in this thing. Let's. I'm not going to say they're going to be buyers at the trade deadline or anything like that because I don't think the Giants can really afford to be buyers right now. But if the Giants, if another trade deadline goes by and it's just like, eh, we didn't want to make a deal, I, I don't, I, I'm not on board with that Isn't plan. That- isn't it also more of an indication of how far they've sunken in terms of the roster's not that desirable? Like, it's no. just not. I mean, it's just not. Like, right now, who's the who's the guy that people are tripping over themselves to have at the deadline? I mean, right now, nobody. We're if, I'm looking at guys who, if, I, if I look at guys who maybe could develop into that, I think Michael Conforto right now, if I had to pick a guy on this but roster. he's got multiple years. Oh, Conforto's not the free agent. Excuse me. Yeah, he's, he's, I think he's got an option for next Conforto year. Conforto is nice. Yeah, so I think Conforto is a guy who, if he can kind of keep going on this trajectory that he started off here, yeah. okay, I'll maybe he that. has some trade value. Uh, Jock Peterson, if he can have you know a, a similar year like he had the first two months of last okay. year and not bottom out uh, in you know starting in May for you know unknown reasons, um, he could be a guy who the Giants could maybe move the deadline if they can get Shamanaya to have some good starts in June and July. Maybe Damn. you get something for him. Yeah, uh, we're, grasping. Just, we're grasping. We're grasping. We are. It does feel like we are grasping at this point. But the point <sighs> is, this is so much. I don't really care so much what the return for these guys is. The point is, I just want to get them off the roster because yeah. then that forces the Giants to call guys up from the minor leagues. You know, well, I'm with you there. Let's get Grant McCray up here. Let's get Von Brown so, up here. Let's see what they can do. Uh, it, well, it almost feels like when they acquired Blake Sable uh, with the Rule 5 thing, because of the way the rules are, if you do not play him for the whole year at the Major League level, he goes back to his original team. And it's forced their hand to at least see if he's any good. And I'm intrigued. I, I don't even know if he's good or not. I know he's not great defensively, but he can hit a little. you yeah, know. And I'm like... Okay, I'm getting a good look at him. I almost feel like I wish all of their young players were out of options so I could, at minimum, get an opportunity to see them. They live for the option. They live for it. Like, Matt Beatty was acquired and immediately optioned. Twice! Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And it's just... He's 30! Yeah, and the nickel and diming of the roster every day is just not appealing. And and to say what you said, you're like, I wish these guys didn't have options, so we have to see them. The thing about Blake Sable is, if he does hit well this year... 
he has to come back next year. I know. You know like guys like Michael Conforto, Jock Peterson, if they hit well, they're not going to be back next year. No, no, you know, no. But that's the guy who's like, let's see guys who, if they do play well in exactly. 2023 for the Giants, that means they're also going to play well for the 2024 mm-hmm. and the 2025 Giants. That's what I would like to see out of, you know, young guys like that. Um, another reason why I think, you know, a um, youth movement might be better off for the Giants is – I think it might be better for Kapler and Farhan. They're under a lot of heat right now. Mm. They say all the right things, I think, in the offseason. You know, we want to compete. The expectation is the playoffs. And I agree. The expectation is the playoffs. The expectation is competing. But your roster says the exact opposite of that. Your roster says we're just trying to get through the day and whatever happens, happens. And when, you know, the, the words are saying one thing, and the actions are saying something completely different. That's where you get a situation where fans are saying, well, I don't like what we're seeing out of Giants baseball. These guys need to go. I feel that if Farhan and Kaplan just come out and say, you know what? We need to play our younger players. We want to see what they have here. And there's probably going to be some losses and growing pains that come with that. I think Giants fans are, are smart enough to say, well, you I know agree. what? We'll, we'll, we'll roll with that because, you know, you're being honest about what we're seeing right now. And I think that would whatever the hot seat is on Gabe Kaplan and, 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 and Farhan Zaidi is right now, that admission, I think, would take a lot of the heat off of that. Well, let's look at someone like David VR. He's struggling right now. Like he just is like there's no other way around it. Is anybody losing their mind because he's struggling? No. No, and if anything, like he's one of the lone bright spots and he hasn't had a lot of contributions in the last week. Like he really hasn't. And yet most people are like, good. I want to see him in the lineup every single day. Right. So exactly. this thing that like Giants fans won't show up if your team isn't 100 percent competitive at all times. Like I just don't subscribe to that. No. And I mean, I, you want to see them win. Like of for course. me, the idea of like a bottoming out or getting a 100 loss season it, it sounds horrific to me. The yes. Giants have only lost 100 games once in their Isn't history. Isn't that horrific? I mean, there's a part of me that's like they've only had one 100 loss season. I don't want to see another one, okay. but it's, it's, I don't think this team would be that bad. Yeah, but like, once you're bad, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. to me, like, once you're bad, like, who cares? Like, does anyone remember what the Astros did before they ended up going to the playoffs? Not really. Mm-hmm. Not really. No, it, I, and I'm not saying that that's what it would be. I'm not saying the Giants yeah. are going to, you know, tank for the next three, four years because, yeah. and first off, I'm when it comes to, to losing like that, you don't do it for a draft pick. It's no. not about the draft lottery. No. I just want to see young guys yeah. develop at the big league level. Yeah, no, I mean, the, the baseball draft is such a crapshoot. You don't Absolutely. need to shoot for that. Let's just see what these guys can do, see what these guys can bring to the table. Show us a direction. You know, mm-hmm. after the big thing, you know, it's what is the direction of the Giants? And I think the Giants could really show that with a simple admission, a simple bit of, you know, honesty and looking in the mirror and being like, where are we right now? Like fans will accept that. If fans will, fans will accept a little bit of losing now, if it means a chance to get more winning later, like basically it comes at the end of the day. Would you rather watch this team currently constructed stumble to 83 wins and maybe a playoff appearance? Or would you just be like, you know what? Call up the farm. We're going to lose 95 games. Exactly. But we're going to see what guys do. You know, that that's the choice here. And yeah. between those two, I mean, it's just you, you, sometimes you have to take the step backwards in order to take the two steps forward. I'm, and I'm it seems you. like the Giants are very reluctant to do that. I, absolutely they are. And to me, that's their own hubris and them not understanding their own fan base. Right. Yeah. Like I, I think the fan base is willing to be patient, especially given the news that the A's are moving out of the market. There's no other choice. Yeah, and we can talk about that in a minute. I'd-